So hello, everybody, and welcome to Women in Confidence. This is episode 37, and today I'm joined by Teresa Lear-Levine. So Teresa is a mumpreneur. She also uh, is an EFT and manifesting expert, which we are going to come on to, I can absolutely guarantee. And she helps female entrepreneurs and mums to work on their mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health. Her methods empower the effective release of anxiety, distractions, trauma, and limiting patterns so that her clients can get present feel happier, feel more fulfilled as they align their values and vision for the future with the actions they take in their business and daily life. So hello, Teresa, and welcome. You sound like the most perfect guest for Women in Confidence. So how are you? I'm doing wonderful, Vanessa. Thank you so much for having me on the show today. No, no, you're absolutely welcome. And I'm going to love talking about all your techniques and methods you can help us with to bring about some confidence and grow confidence. So where are you today? So I know you're on the other side of the world, but just help listeners understand. So I live in a little town called Davidsonville, Maryland. It's not far from the capital of Maryland, which is Annapolis. So I'm near the water on the East Coast, not too far from Washington, D.C. Okay, lovely. And everyone knows if they listen to this regularly, I'm in Melbourne. So as always, we are on different days. So I'm on Tuesday and you're on Monday. And I live here with my husband and my four boys and I work my business right here from home. Amazing. Four boys. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's a whole new podcast. I tell you. Not not only four boys, but like I've got a just finished preschooler, an elementary schooler, a middle schooler and a high schooler. So this past year was just crazy. (laughs) You've got all the emotions and hormones raging there. (laughs) I can imagine. Right. So what I like to do, Teresa, is when I start this podcast is ask this question. So if you'd answer it, that'd be amazing. Thank you. So what does having confidence mean to you? Well, to me personally, it means everything because it's the it's the support and the catalyst for all the other things that I am trying to bring into my life and become more of. It's a self-support, it's um belief, it's faith. It's all of those things kind of wrapped up into confidence. Mm. And I really like what you've said actually, because a lot of people talk about confidence being external, but you talked about self self-belief here do you feel that confidence is something that should be internalized first before you then can externalize it well so many of the things that prevent our confidence come from inside or our subconscious so our confidence has to come from that place also it it can't come from the outside in it has to come from the inside out And when you talk subconscious, so I understand what you mean, but maybe some people who are listening think, I don't know what that means. What's subconscious and how does that and tapping into that know, how can you build confidence from your subconscious? Well, oftentimes our subconscious tends to be running different programs that are actually preventing our confidence. And we don't spend a whole lot of our day in conscious energy and thinking. Um, Most of what we do, we just kind of do without thinking. And that's the subconscious brain. And this is more, this, this kind of does align with what I do, but the subconscious things that we have learned and have been programmed mostly happen before the age of seven. So before we're seven years old, all of those things, we are just, it's like we're in, we're in theta, which is essentially the state of hypnosis. We're not in normal consciousness, like we are after the age of seven. So 
we are watching our parents and whoever is taking care of us, whoever is in our own life from day to day at that point. And we are just recording and downloading every bit of what's coming in, good, bad, indifferent. It's just, we're not really differentiating, judging or anything else. It's just kind of like, hey, this is what's happening. Download, download, download. But then later on, we're playing those back and it's breaking through that, which is something I love doing with my favorite uh, modality, which is emotional freedom techniques or EFT tapping. It's breaking through that that really allows us to become confident and to level up in everything that we're doing. Mm. And so with the EFT, and we're going to come on to understanding that a little bit more, you talked about sort of breaking through some of these patterns. To do that, people have to recognize there's something wrong in the first place. I mean, wrong, you know, in inverted commas, but something isn't right with their confidence. How, how do clients come to you and say, Teresa, look, I'm not confident, or I'm not X, Y, and Z. How do they know that's an issue? So it's, it's kind of like peeling an onion and you have all these different layers. And some of my best clients that I have done the deepest work with came to me for very seemingly superficial things first. And then like so many other things, when we kind of gain more trust in doing something and getting deeper into it, we do more. So let's say maybe they came to me for fear of flying or fear of water or some kind of a phobia or something. And then as they realize how insanely effective and how great this works, they're like, oh, hey, so uh, how about we work on my inner child or my inner teen or like all these like deep, dark things that maybe they weren't comfortable enough working with somebody with before, but now we've gotten comfortable through that and they're ready to go deeper. And I have more and more people coming to me directly for that deeper work, you know, these days, thank, thank goodness. I'm so blessed and honored and privileged to be able to have people feel comfortable enough to share those kind of things with me and allow me to help them transform it and empower them to be able to make those releases themselves. And you said in a child or in a teen, and we all have an inner voice, doesn't matter who you are, you've got an inner voice. And sometimes it can support you. And particularly probably with our clients, the inner voice really lets them down and is feeding them words, probably subconsciously, that's actually affecting their confidence or whatever that may that may be. How do you bring your clients to be really consciously aware of what their inner voice is actually saying to them? That's also a layered sort of thing, I would say. But intuition is one of my favorite things to develop with EFT. And I feel like as you work through issue after issue, your consciousness expands, your ability to have that felt sense of what's really happening in your world and to really, you know, feel that mind body connection that you get so very quickly with a modality like this, that goes right to regulating your nervous system and calming the emotional side of things and the physical side of things immediately really helps you to develop that inner voice, that intuition and feel into what's next or what's right or what's not right. Well, let's just dive straight into EFT. So can you help people understand what it is, how it works, and then how you've used it to really transform people and your clients to get to where they want to be? Yeah, absolutely. So 
EFT is like a psychological acupressure of sorts. It combines ancient Chinese wisdom and knowings with modern day psychology. And it incorporates the same system of the body, the meridian system, which is what our life force runs through essentially, that you might see used or have had tapped into through acupuncture or a deep tissue massage or some other modality that also uses that more, um, you know, in a more wide stream application. But with these meridian channels that we have, our energy is flowing through them. And when something happens to us in life, whether it's a physical injury or an emotional injury, so to speak, maybe um, some kind of a, a past trauma or a circumstance where you had a lot of fear or something didn't go well, um, maybe even something that induced some kind of shame or self-doubt or what have you, your energy gets blocked in these certain meridians and you have an energetic blockage. And that equals some kind of a dis-ease in your body or your life, um, a negative feeling, perhaps a physical feeling of dis-ease, like a headache or a backache or anything like that. And when we do tapping with EFT, we release those energetic blockages and restore balance to the body and the mind, and we regulate the nervous system. So we're able to, as we are you know, speaking to the issue and tapping the points to go directly to the amygdala, that little almond-shaped part of the brain that um, is where our fight or flight lives and breathes. That's where, you know, our urge to flee or freeze or whatever else comes from. Whereas if you were just doing talk therapy, you'd be more in the frontal lobes and yeah, you can get somewhere there, but we usually can't think our way out of our problems. We can't think our way to confidence. We can think I should be more confident or why am I not confident or what have you. But when we try to affirm that which we're not without taking out the deep-rooted causes and the negativity, it's really hard to get those to root, really hard to get those to grow. And I love that EFT allows us to speak to those deep, dark feelings, the negative stuff, all of the things that in this day and age, everybody wants you to just shove under the carpet and pretend you're not feeling. It's just that toxic positivity and also toxic productivity that are leading us to so much burnout and overwhelm and unnecessary, just being hard on ourselves, that inner critic and everything else. And with EFT, we get to say how we're actually feeling. And then allow that to come up and out of our energy system, release it, and plant the seeds for the ways that we want to feel instead. So with the confidence example, we can release the self-doubt. We can release the limiting beliefs, the patterns, the you know deeply rooted neural pathways and things that we've created from a lifetime of doing things that are not of competent nature. And we can repave the way for confidence very effectively and very genuinely and without re-traumatizing things. Okay, because that's really important is that whilst this um, energy emerges and re you release it, it doesn't bring, it doesn't sort of sit there. It, it's gone. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. When you get to the root cause of something with emotional freedom techniques, you're good. Like there's, there's no need to revisit it. It's not going to come back. If it does come back, then you didn't get to the root cause. And it's really as simple as that. And that's kind of like the litmus test. Like if you were coming to me and we were going to work on fear of flying or something, but then you went on the airplane and you still had a problem of, you know, 
some proportion, then we didn't get to the problem. Mm. We just have a little more work to do. And that's not necessarily a problem in and of itself. Hey, we, we did work, we tested. Now what? What's next? And that's kind of how, um, you know, you test things all along. When you're doing a round of EFT, you normally kind of rate how you're feeling at the beginning of it. And then you do the work for five or 10 minutes, and then you rate how you're feeling next. And then, you know, if you're doing that on a scale of zero to 10, and you had a five at the beginning and a two when you were done, then it's a matter of, well, what's that two made up of? What's left for you and what's next? And then keep working it from there to the next thing until you have a zero. Mm -hmm. And that's when you know that you're, you're done with it. You'd mentioned about sort of peeling an onion which I love that analogy, but also you talked about getting to the root cause of whatever is the problem. How, I mean, how long does that take? Because, I'm, I, you know, we talked about, you know, this sort of burnout and this instant sort of, you know, cure for things. But tell me, how long can it take really to get to the root cause and then to release this negative energy? So here's the crazy thing. Healing can happen as soon as we want it to happen. Healing can happen in an instant. I'm not saying it always happens that quickly, but with that kind of belief, things can happen very quickly. But even without that kind of belief, we're talking about a scientifically proven technique. So I have skeptics come to me all the time and, oh, this doesn't work. How's this work? I'm like, well, you know, what's going on with you right now? I got a headache. Let's work on it. And five minutes later, they don't have a headache. And they've all of a sudden proven to themselves that they have the power to fix their own issues very, very quickly. It's very empowering. But it doesn't have to take so long. We have this, this weird thing that happens with most of us where we think that if it took us 10 years of, you know, working too hard and getting to burnout and doing things in ways that we don't want to do them anymore, that somehow it has to take us equally as long to get out of it. And that's not a fact. It's a belief. It's not true at all. And I help people all the time that come to me and say, you know, gosh, it took me however many years to get into this, or maybe even that they've been trying to get out for that long. You know, hey, I've been working with this therapist and I went and saw, you know, a hypnotherapist and I did some EMDR and I've been in talk therapy for 15 years and nobody's been able to help me with this. So, you know, I don't know why this is going to be any different, but here I am kind of thing. And within a session or two, we've broken through mm. and sometimes less, sometimes more, but it's so quick comparatively because you are able to get the mind and body clearing things simultaneously. So how does it, I mean, you sort of said what it does, but what is it? How does it, how do you do it? Okay. So you get specific and you dial in on what the issue is. So maybe if we're thinking about confidence and we're thinking about working women, maybe you have a presentation that you're getting ready to give, getting ready to walk into a boardroom, getting ready to record something or present to some high level people in your business or what have you or clients, and you're feeling nervous about it. You're not feeling confident. So in the moment, and this is the other beautiful thing about EFT, if I can digress, we can use it in the moment so that in the moment anxiety, but then we can also use it when there's more time when you're not getting ready to go into that presentation and get to that root cause so that you don't have the in the moment stuff as much. So there's the deep work and there's the surface level work, effective both ways. One's more like a Band-Aid. And sometimes people will say, oh, you know, what's the point? It's just a Band-Aid method. Like, why do I need that? Well, you know what? When you cut yourself, it's really helpful to have a Band-Aid until you can actually get the right kind of care or time to clean out the wound and go deeper. That's no different here. So if you were getting ready to go into that board meeting, you might pop into the ladies room 
beforehand. Um, so you have a little privacy. Um, I, I've gotten very comfortable doing tapping anywhere. I'm like walking around my block tapping and I'm just, I'm okay with it. But it's kind of unusual looking to be kind of tapping on different parts of your body and talking to yourself. So if you have a private place, great. If not, you can actually kind of, there's, there's other methods where you can just do fingertip tapping and things where people don't have to see as much. But let's just say that you can pop behind a closed door for like three minutes or so. You're going to kind of tap the karate chop point on your hand, which is the fleshy part of the side of your hand below your pinky with your other hand's fingers. And you might say something like, even though I'm really nervous about this presentation, I honor that feeling and accept myself anyway. And repeat something of that nature three times. Speak to what you're feeling, whether it's nervousness, anxiety, feeling insecure, whatever it is. I love accept and forgive myself. I want to accept myself anyway, whatever feels genuine for you. And then you tap through the following points, which are the top of the head, the eyebrow point where the hair begins on the eyebrow by the nose, the side of the eye, the under the eye area, the under the nose area, the under the mouth area, collarbone area, and under the arm. And while you're tapping those different points, you are speaking to the pain, you're speaking to the negative side of it, you're allowing that to release. So we are, we're speaking to the negative aspects of things and allowing that to rise up and out. And let's say that maybe you were at like a nine on that scale before you began tapping. And as you're in the, in the bathroom, kind of spend that minute or so with yourself, you're feeling that come down. Maybe you're at like a three or a four now, and you can start adding in some, some positive affirmations that are really going to land with you. So maybe as you're tapping that final time through the head, down through the, the underarm area, you're saying things like, you know, I'm open to the possibility that this meeting is going to be amazing. Or I'm open to the possibility that perhaps I'm far more prepared than I believe I am. I want to believe that this is going to be a great presentation. I am feeling more confidence in my body. I am ready to do this and show them what I've got, you know, that kind of thing. And speaking more to the positive side of things. And then you're just going to take a nice deep breath and kind of reassess things and figure out what's left. In that kind of situation, you're not going to have time to do it again. But that one round, that few minutes, just speaking to it, can make such a difference in the way that you show up. And it also, it's going to increase your energy. It's going to increase your, your vibe as you go in there to really present with your full self, feeling energetically cleared and ready to give your best. And that's really meaningful too. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like what majority of my clients come to me with is that fear of speaking to a board, a presentation, a room full of people it doesn't matter whatever it is actually most of my clients do come to me with a fear of I'm going to have to speak to people I don't know why but they do that's how they come to me so actually what you're saying is just spend like a couple of couple of minutes is all you're saying just to sort of circuit break some of that thought process and rewire it through the tapping and through the positive affirmations to something that's really going to work for you and like you say raise your energy and give you a vibe yeah that sounds amazing I know we're going to come on to more about 
how we're going to do it. And hopefully we'll do a little bit of a demonstration, but you've pointed out all the areas and I'll certainly put all yeah. the links to anything that you provide on your website so people can really understand. Right. Yeah. Them. So I'm hoping to do some private tapping with you and we're done recording. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll do some work on something really juicy that your listeners will love. And then all they'll need to do is send me a, just a quick email, Teresa at TeresaLearLevine.com and just put women in confidence in the subject line. That's all I need so that I know exactly what to send you. And I'll send you that private session you can tap with us. You can see how it works. This is a method that really requires you to get hands-on to understand it. It's one thing for me to tell you, you know, hey, some Chinese wisdom and some energy psychology and love, but it doesn't mean anything unless you actually do it mm-hmm. and feel it and get the change. I mean, I, I'm an energy strategist, but strategy is all just a hypothesis until it actually works. So let's get to the part where it works for you and actually get hands-on with this. And that's what I want to deliver to you guys. You mentioned about cynics and people saying, oh, how does this really work? You know, is there any science behind it? But can you give an example of perhaps somebody who's who's come to you and been like, Teresa, is this real? Is it, does this actually work? And then suddenly they've become your biggest advocate and they're like completely converted. Yeah, for sure. I know that I've worked, I've worked with a lot of life coaches over the years. And, you know, I'm a coach of that nature also, in addition to everything else. So I get it. But I think a lot of people have just been burned by, you know, therapy that didn't deliver or program promises, all the stuff that's out there these days. I think our trust is kind of fried. So, you know, I worked with somebody who came to me that was like, I just don't know. And I kind of gave her a taste of it before we got started. And she had such a shift. And she's been my client for like two years, like ongoing, like there's just, she's just never, I mean, we never get to the end of our transformation. You know, some people, they just want to, you know, be able to get on the airplane or get over their fear of needles or whatever it is. And that's all they really want. But my, the, the women that I enjoy the most are the ones that realize this is a never ending journey. There's, you're never going to get to the center of that onion and the growth that you can keep finding for yourself and bringing into the world and using to propel your business and to, you know, to help your family and to just really align your, your values and your results and all of that, like that never ends. And it's so much fun. Like this is a fun technique in my opinion. I mean, I help people through some pretty wretched stuff that like most people don't even want to like reopen up, you know, and look at and, half the time we're like laughing through it. And like, it's, that sounds awful, but like we, I mean, or, you know, we're crying, but then we're laughing and then, you know, they're feeling so much better and it just really lifts the veil and makes so much more possible. And through that, we get more confident and we also just develop a greater relationship with ourselves. And it's just, uh, we're just, we're amazing creatures. And this just enhances everything that we're capable of. And you talked about crying and laughing and they're such huge energy releases, like mm-hmm. huge. And so you, I can really see how the EFT can bring about a reaction such as laughter, because it might not be that something is necessarily funny, but your energy right. has shifted so massively that that's just the reaction. And right. it's also important when you're getting to something, when you're talking about something that could be potentially traumatizing to shift. And to make sure that you don't fall into that pattern and to kind of interrupt it with maybe an offbeat question or something that's that pattern interrupt that allows us to break through. Because I, I always say, or haven't say, haven't said it for a while, but I'm a big crier. Like if I'm find myself in a situation where I, I, there's like something blocking, I'll cry. And then suddenly for no other reason than just it needs releasing. I'm not necessarily upset, yeah. 
but it's my mechanism for just shifting that energy. And I have clients who cry. And again, it's not because they're necessarily upset. It's just a way of really moving through. Yeah, it, it moves the energy. It moves the emotions. All of that stuckness, all of those negative feelings, our procrastination, all of that stuff, it's inertia. It's mm-hmm. stuff not moving. So whatever we can do to get it moving, as well as to raise our own vibration, really makes a huge difference. And, you know, some of the stuff is just silly simple, but it, it allows us to be able to like move mountains comparatively. Oh, I love moving mountain. Definitely up for that. How did you get into EFT? Well, EFT tried to get me into it a whole bunch of times when I was like, yeah, no, I would see it used with like, you know, war veterans or Olympic athletes or, you know, a pro athletes and things. And I'm like, I'm just like nursing a baby on the couch. I just want to like, again, raise my own self-confidence, lose a few pounds, feel some better energy, sleep through the night. Like, how does this <laughs> relate to me? And so I kind of ignored it. I kept pushing it away, pushing it away. And then, um, and I, I've worked with women for a long time in different other capacities and using other techniques and, and more coaching style stuff. But at the beginning, before COVID started, I was at a retreat with a bunch of other women who were also in the same line of coaching that I was at the time. And they brought in an EFT trained practitioner, um, just like a level one practitioner to work with us on just stress, overwhelm, anxiety, basic, like really basic stuff. And I had gotten sick on the way to the retreat. I wouldn't have gone if I was sick before the retreat, but like I'm on my way there and I'm like, oh, my throat doesn't feel so good. I was starting to not feel amazing. And by the time we were going to this workshop, I literally just wanted to like crawl under the covers and not come out until I felt better. I felt horrible. I'm pretty sure I had COVID. We weren't really like diagnosing it back then, but everything checks out and it's pretty much all checking all the boxes. So I'm, I'm in this workshop and I'm just like, oh, I'll just tough it out. So we're working on anxiety, of which I had plenty of. I kind of would have called myself back then like high functioning anxiety. A lot of that, um, you know, recovering perfectionist uh, anxiety that kind of propels greater success, but takes a big toll, that kind of thing. And so I definitely had plenty of that to work out and we're tapping and I'm noticing, gosh, you know, Hey, I started around like an eight and I'm really feeling a lot better and I'm not feeling anxious at all. And then I noticed something that really got my attention was that all of a sudden my throat didn't hurt. And my head was clearing and I actually had the energy to be there and I felt present. And that was huge because I was like a walking zombie up until that point. And that was when I got my first taste of one of the really cool things about using EFT and that is borrowed benefits. So when we're doing emotional freedom techniques, we're lowering our stress hormones, our cortisol, things like that, that make a whole lot of things not fun. I mean, they... They contribute to our weight gain, our stress, all of our, our negative feelings. And we're lowering that. And when we do that, it lowers in all places. So not only was I working, I was specifically focused on my anxiety. But in the meantime, as the cortisol went down, those feelings I was having from the symptoms of being sick were also dissipating. So it's an amazing thing. And it it's it's so cool because you can be working on many, many things without even realizing it and getting great breakthroughs and results. And my clients notice that a lot of time too, whenever they come to me and I can like hear in their voice that they have a cold or whatever else, I always kind of ask them at the beginning, Hey, rate your feelings on that. Or do you have a headache or whatever? Let's just rate that. We're not even going to work on it. Let's just rate that before we start your session. And at the end, they'll be like, what headache or, you know, Oh, it's better or whatever. And we weren't even focused on it. It's just a borrowed 
benefit. But not only that, I get those borrowed benefits as a practitioner. So, you know, I know we're on opposite sides of the world, but for me, it's only a few hours before I normally go to bed. I have as much energy right now as I did at 4.30 this morning when I woke up because I've been giving it back to myself all day through this technique, even though I've already worked with like, I don't know, six or eight people today and and been doing this because as I'm working on their issues and helping them to release it, I'm simultaneously releasing things for myself and keeping my own energy clear. And that's a huge benefit as well. And so do you practice on yourself on a regular basis? So you're working with clients, but do you do it to yourself on a regular basis? Yes, I do. But in some ways it's not as necessary because when I'm working with other people, I'm getting the same benefits. But when I wake up in the morning, if something's feeling off or unaligned or I'm grumpy or whatever else, I do try to take five or 10 minutes and just speak to that, let it go and get myself into a better vibration to go about the rest of my Mm -hmm. day. And I still have, you know, past traumas and things that I'm still peeling some layers off of, even though I've gotten through the majority of it, there's still little things that'll that'll come up because when we, when we do work, we expose other things, things that maybe we haven't seen or even been aware of for days, months, years, decades, whatever it might be. And then all of a sudden it's there. I've also noticed in my own work personally, and I've heard clients tell me the same thing that memories come back. And sometimes there's just awesome things like the cool stuff that I can remember now from my childhood that I haven't thought of for ages. And it's finally just, it has the ability to just kind of be there again. It's not clouded over by all the the muck and other things that were taking up that space. And it's just all the kind of joyous, cool things are surfacing again, and I'm getting to enjoy them all over again. Well, I'm going to really look forward actually to doing it later um, in this session, but I just want to talk a bit about manifesting because I know that's also one of your superpowers in terms of helping people to do manifesting, but help me and my audience understand what actually is manifesting. Because I think there's a lot of, I was going to say guff, that's a very me word, a lot of noise, a lot of myths, a lot of just stuff about manifesting that's probably not true or it's Instagrammed. So it, again, it's probably yeah. a bit of BS. In your view, Teresa, what is manifesting? Simply put, manifesting just means to make something real. That's all it is. And there's a lot of woo-woo kind of spin on it. And there's a lot of ways you can have fun with it. Like if you enjoy the woo and I'm all about the woo, but I like, I like when the woo can be scientifically backed and proven also. And then I have fun with it while also knowing that the science is doing the work and um, manifesting isn't, isn't woo woo. It works very much with like the law of attraction, which is very much science and it works if you work it. And it's just, it's how we achieve things. It's how we achieve goals, um, whether we're thinking about it or not. And it doesn't mean that there's no work. It's not just set it and forget it, but in a way it is because you can put the intentions out there, but then you need to kind of stay in that energy of it already being done to bring it to you. And, you know, you can manifest cars and big crazy things you can do that but you have to understand how it works it's not just as simple as saying it i mean i feel like i manifested the house that i'm in right now and that's a whole other story but you know if it's meant to be yours you will get it one way or another and manifesting also works with our our energy portals our chakras and when we start out with things we have these you know these light 
airy, breezy kind of ideas. Those are like seventh chakra kind of things. They're very ethereal and kind of magical feeling. And then as they come down our chakras, we have like seven main chakras. As they kind of come down the energy portals, they begin to take form. It can start by just us maybe making a thought to ourselves that, hey, I really want this, or I'm going to do this thing or whatever. And then all of a sudden we're talking about it. Maybe I share the idea with you, or I tell my husband or a friend or a parent or whoever. And then all of a sudden the idea starts to get legs to it and begins to move towards that. And you're setting the intention. You're taking the steps. You're putting yourself in the energy of it already having happened. What ends up happening for so many people is those lower chakras are where we get caught up, whether it's that our heart chakra is blocked. You always hear people say, oh, well, our heart wasn't in it. (laughs) There's more more to it than just the saying. It's like when our heart chakra is blocked and we're more on that, that critical negative side of ourselves, instead of being that compassionate friend to ourselves, then it's really hard for things to make it past that level doesn't mean that you might not do the thing, get the thing, make the thing real, but you may manifest it in a very different form than you originally intended. Mm. Maybe you're trying to manifest your, your dream job or position or create a business or whatever. And instead of creating a life of ease and joy and financial abundance, you create a life of 24 seven work. And just having to go, go, go and do, do, do instead of be and enjoy. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that can do with the way that your energies and the lower chakras are blocked. So I do a lot of work with my clients to unblock, especially the lower chakras and to be able to allow those things to flow freely down and become real and be held and have a safe container to land in. Because a lot of what we don't bring into the world and make real has to do with our fears and has to do with not feeling safe achieving those things, even though it may seem ridiculous that we feel safer, you know, living in crazy chaos or a state of being uh, in a scarcity or financially broke or whatever it is, our nervous system knows those things because it's what we have lived. And it's more comfortable for our nervous system to keep us in a place of continuing that groundhog day over and over and over again, instead of allowing us to chart a new path. So there's a lot of safety that needs to be recreated and restored to our energy system. It is our natural way to feel. It is our natural way to be, but we've gotten away from it. So we have to reclaim that. And then we can actually manifest things that are just pure and beautiful and wonderful and that aren't going to bring more pain and stress into our lives. So whilst you're taking the idea, so your seventh chakra and bringing it down to your root Do you have to be very specific about, sorry, excuse me. Do you have to be very specific at this point and say, I want, let's just use, let's just use a car because it's, you know, it's easy for everybody to to understand. Do I have to be very specific about color, type, make, or does it not actually matter at any point? Well, I guess the better question is, does it matter to you what you get? (laughs) Probably. I mean, because because the universe can, can give you a car. I mean, but if you care about the kind of car that you're going to get, it certainly helps to um, have fill in those details. Even visually, I, I teach a lot of 
complementary principles other than EFT. And I coach in a lot of ways that include visualizations and affirmations and getting into that vortex, that kind of Abraham Hicks style, um, you know, vortex for, you know, being able to manifest and create, but in very real ways. And, you know, one of the things I do every morning is I listen to my own visualizations and affirmations that I record every two to three months. Mm-hmm. And I have to do them that often because so much changes in that time. And so much of that becomes achieved that it's old news and because goals change and we need to speak to the current season and the current version of ourselves, but it's such an easy practice and to hear yourself speak your own, you know, goals and wishes and desires and either listen to that when you're, you know, just waking up and still in that kind of theta state yourself, like we were when we were young and we were being programmed or whether you want to look yourself in the eye in the mirror and say it out loud yourself or listen to it, that can be a very powerful way to reprogram yourself, but getting those details in there does matter. But, you know, I think it was, it was Louise Hay. I'm a huge Hay House and Louise Hay fan. Um, I see you nodding your heads. You're like, yeah, Louise, she's the best. Um, But she had this analogy about the cosmic kitchen in one of her books or lectures or something that I heard along the way. And she talked about how, you know, you wouldn't go to a restaurant and order your food and then follow the wait staff back to the kitchen and look over the cooks as they prepared your meal and make sure they got every detail right. But rather, you very specifically order what you want, you know, maybe, you know, hold the mayo or extra pickles or whatever it might be. You specifically order and then you allow it to come to you. Mm-hmm. And that very much is the energy of manifesting. And you're ordering with the belief and holding the energy that it's already done. You're not thinking, I just ordered my meal and it's never going to show up. You, I mean, it would be worrisome if it didn't. You have you have complete faith when you place that order that you know, lunch or dinner is coming and you will be served what you ordered. And that's not to say that if it comes and it's not quite right and they, you know, they forgot your pickles or they put the mayo on or whatever, that you can't reorder that with the universe and say, mm, okay, we're close here, but what I really want is this. And then have that answered as well. But the specificity and being in full belief and coming from a place of it already being done and focusing on all the the positive things that get you there makes a huge difference with manifesting. And the reason why I sort of wanted to focus on that specific, spec, I can't even say it, the specificities, well, you know what I mean. Um, I, I get that word all the time. <laughs> I, whenever I say specificity, I always like cheer when I get it right. You know? like, <laughs> the specifics of what it is, because people, you know, come to me and they say, I want to be confident but if you put that into the universe and you manifest confidence, it's not specific enough. So it's saying, I want to be a confident speaker or I want to be able to present my business to people confidently. I mean, I'm, I'm not even specific in those right. sessions. But well, what, do you, what do you want that presentation to lead to? Yeah. Exactly. What so does being confident in that presentation get you? What's the outcome that you're hoping after the presentation? Maybe you want to be more clear in your message. Mm. Maybe you want to be able to convey something specific and have it be thoroughly heard and understood or have the outcome of the meeting be for the highest good of all in attendance and really have a deeper impact than just you feeling good in the meeting. And I think that's why I was sort of finding what your thoughts are on being specific about what you want to manifest because just putting out, I want a car, confidence user 
you you might get it, but it might not come in the way you want it. Right. So I guess having now listened to you is actually the more you are specific, the more you can deliver on that outcome through the manifesting. And yes, you've always got the opportunity to reorder or to go back. Yeah, and to but not on. only does it get the universe more clear with what you want so that it can, because it wants what you want. It wants your desires and wishes to be answered, but you get clearer on it. Because so many people are walking around thinking, you know, I just want to feel better, or I just want to perform better, or I just want things to be easier. But what does that actually mean to you? And why is it important? If we're not clear on those things in the first place, then there's no place to get, but somewhere that's just as vague as where you already are. Teresa, how can people find you? And what, I mean, I know you've got an amazing website, but what else have you got? Um, YouTube, Instagram, etc. Oh, I've, I've got all the stuff. Excellent. Tell me all about it. All right. Well, first I'll reiterate that you definitely want to send me that email message, Teresa at TeresaLearLevine.com with the subject line, women in confidence, so that I can send you the awesome tapping that we're getting ready to do. And you can really get an understanding of this at a much deeper level. But then um, I have my website, TeresaLearLevine.com. There's a lot of access on there to my podcast. I have the Becoming More Me podcast. And also if you just switch up the end and you go to TeresaLearLevine.org, you can sign up for any of my upcoming um, free workshops that I do regularly. And you can actually spend time with me live, you know, in a great group environment, learning about all of this stuff. My workshops are insanely valuable. Um, people usually say that it was better than the last, you know, few things they paid for. So, and they're, and they're free. You're going to learn a ton and have a great time and meet other amazing women that, you know, will kind of be your buddies in this whole transformation. And then another thing I'd love to give would be at Teresa freegift.com, which is an awesome resource where you can tap along with me. There's videos in there. There is an emotional freedom quiz you can take. There's different exercises you can do. And that combination of things should have you pretty well set and very well immersed in these techniques. And also you offer one-to-one sessions to you with people or do you, yeah. I do one-to-one. I do group coaching. I do these live events. There's lots of ways to work with me. And I also offer, you know, breakthrough sessions and things for people who are trying to figure out, well, what is the right thing for me? And that's a great way to dial in. And in those, I love to deliver, you know, great aha moments that you can walk away from, even if we never work together. Perfect. And thank you for um, being so generous and giving everybody those information and all those, those free things that you offer, which is incredibly generous. And thank you very much for doing that, not just for my podcast, but just generally for people. That's very, yeah, I mean, very but that's what it's all about. You know, if we were all, I always think, gosh, if the world would just slow down and we all just tapped for like 10 minutes, like what difference would there actually be? Like I can, and I just, I want people to understand how to do this for themselves because it affects the whole world. There's a ripple effect. It's that whole, it's the borrowed benefits, but expand it out exponentially as we all do this. And there's no greater legacy I could leave than getting this in as many hands as possible. Well, hopefully by people listening to this, they can sample it, they can try it and hopefully it changes their world. That's one of the big beliefs behind this podcast is if people go away and they try something, so they'll say, right, Teresa suggested I try EFT they go away, they try it, and it changes their world, then to me, this is my legacy. I've been able to give this to people to say, that just go and try it. Let's just see. Let's just try something that, you know, any of my guests have, have suggested and go and change your world. Well, it's been amazing having you on and thank you very much for your time. And you've really helped me understand EFT a bit more. I mean, I've dabbled uh, yeah. from time to time. So 
you've now really helped me understand it a lot more, but also manifesting, because again, there's a lot of BS out there about manifesting, but you've helped to really help me understand about shifting energies and all that sort of thing. So thank you so much for Teresa for being on Women in Confidence. Thank you, Vanessa. It was great being here and I enjoy your show. Keep, keep making more amazing shows. Appreciate it.